102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535 in Foreigner with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Tell you what, you're going to be listening to this show later on on the podcast. You should probably know that it's brought to you by Marcotte Ford. They got your back for sales, service, parts, and rentals. Marcotte Ford in Holyoke. It's going to be partly to mostly cloudy today with a high of 62. Tonight, there's going to be some periods of rain with a low of 50. And then uh, for tomorrow, light rain early, but then becoming pretty nice in the end of the day with a high of 52. Sunday looks pretty nice, too. We'll say sunny with a high of 50. It's about 37 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. Open line Friday. An absolute guarantee that's going to happen. We're going to talk about the Mayflower Marathon. A couple of other things, too. We'll get into it right away. It's 536 on Rock 102. Do big-name dealerships have your back? No. Does Marcotte Ford in Holyoke? Yes. Why? Because they're a community-based Ford dealership that cares. And you'll see why when you walk through the door. Have a seat in the Lug Nuts Cafe and discuss your dream with a member of the Marcotte team. You'll hear everything you want, selection, service, which means the start of a relationship with peace of mind for the life of your vehicle. Marcotte thanks the community for having their back, and they're ready to have yours. Marcotte Ford, 1025 Main Street, Holyoke. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 552 in ACDC with Max and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 62. Tomorrow, not so nice. Rainy with a high of 52. It is 33 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well for the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, someone has finally come forward to stand up to Taylor Swift. It's Q102, a Philadelphia Top 40 radio station. As you probably know, the Eagles are playing in Kansas City uh, on Monday night. I did not know that. Uh, Well, as you also know, Taylor has been all in on the Chiefs since she started hooking up with Travis Kelsey. Well, Q102 has decided to ditch Taylor in favor of City Pride. They're not playing any of her music this weekend all the way through Monday. She'll return to the airwaves on Tuesday. You know what's going to happen? What? No one's going to listen to that rotten station for a whole weekend. I, I'm, I'm pretty guessing nobody really listens to it anyway. And that's why the stunt? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. It's a backfired stunt. They're going to get people upset. They're going to have uh, Swifties uh, calling in left and right. Yeah, and then you know what's going to happen on what? Monday? What? 24 hours of Taylor Swift, because no. that's what radio stations do. No, Monday, somebody's going to get fired for pulling a stunt like that, and then all of a sudden, it'll be the Travis uh, the Travis Taylor and uh, somebody else show, Yeah, and then uh, Travis's buddies into pregnant chicks. It just, it's just going to happen. Yeah, that's funny, because uh, I've got a buddy. Do you have a buddy? I got a buddy. It's just surprising you bring that up. I bet you do. The uh, station says, quote, This weekend, the only Swift and Kelsey we recognize play for the birds. That would be uh, DeAndre Swift and Travis's brother, Jason Kelsey. Oh, his brother's on the Eagles? Uh, Was, I think. Oh. I think he's done. Okay. This will be the first meeting between these two teams since the Chiefs beat the Eagles in Super Bowl 57. But there's a more important meeting happening on Monday night. For the first time in the history of the NFL, Travis, Taylor and Travis's parents will be formally introduced. Wait, they've gone this long and they haven't met uh, each other's parents yet? I guess not. I would think that by now, well, there'd be a little bit of introduction. Well, well, she has met his mother. 
but his mother has not met her mother. Yeah, this is the real thing. You don't introduce parents together unless you're fairly certain that this is going to last. Like, this is the real thing. You know, on our uh, on our second date, my late wife went to go to the airport to pick up my mother with me. On your second date? Second date, yeah. It's a little presumptuous. Yeah, well, hey, you know what? That kind of sealed the deal for mom. So there was no getting out of it at that point. <laughs> but hey. Uh, this, you better marry that nice girl. Well, I'm sure this is what's going on in the booth. Although his mother didn't really approve of this relationship. She kind of thinks it's all a yeah. bunch of crap. Well, I don't know. Well, she's just protecting her baby boy is what she's doing. Now, at any point, did your mother say at the airport, yeah. you hold on to this young lady. She did. That's Otherwise, exactly. you're going to spend the rest of your life uh, alone and sad. Yeah, she actually did say that. Were you there? Prophetic. Were you it? picking somebody else up at that same airport at that same exact time? I was at a different concourse. Ah. Martha Stewart canceled her Thanksgiving feast because nine guests can't make it. But she's not too upset because she's all turkeyed out after cooking so many for TV. So she's going to just visit some friends' homes. That has got to be the worst guest at Thanksgiving. Is Martha Stewart? Well, think about it. I mean, like, she's like the perfect person to have Thanksgiving. And then all of a sudden, she's coming over to your house and then critiquing your stuff. Like, it's Martha freaking Stewart. I can see, like, a lot of backhand comments like, huh, oh. I wouldn't have dressed the turkey that way. Oh. Your uh, live, laugh, love sign is a little off kilter. Mm, huh. Smells like pumpkin spice, but with too much vinegar. What's going on around here? My pumpkin pie wouldn't have split like that. Mm, yeah. My gravy would never have been this lumpy. Uh, love Actually. You remember that one? Vaguely. It turned 20 years old this month. In, in recognition of the milestone... I didn't realize that this was such a cult classic. I didn't think so either. Mentalfloss.com put together a list of facts that might surprise you. Here are 10. The London airport footage was shot using hidden cameras for a week. When something special was caught on camera, a crew member had to get people to sign a waiver to be in a movie. I'm not even going to go through these because I, 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 I saw the movie once. And you weren't moved to think it was 20 special. 20 years ago. Yeah. And, that's and I don't think... It, there's anything special about it for me to give you ten more or nine more facts about the Now that I've heard the first one, I'm not sure I can stand the other nine. David Letterman is returning to the late show for the first time since he left. Of course, it's now the late show with Stephen Colbert, and David will be Stephen's guest on Monday night. Letterman was the first host of the late show. He left NBC to start in 1993 after Leno was chosen over him for the Tonight Show gig. He retired in 2015 after 22 seasons. While he hasn't done The Late Show, he did appear on James Corden's final Late Show earlier this year. He's also been on uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live and Late Night with Seth Meyers. How'd they convince him to do Corden's awful show? Probably because it was like obligatory CBS stuff. It was oh. probably in his exit contract. They're like, listen, Dave, I know you're retiring, but you got to come back here in a few years when James Corden goes uh, to make it look like we all liked him. When in fact... We all thought his show kind of sucked. When I, yeah, we all think he's just an English jerk. That's what we think about him. Uh, let's see. Uh, ABC announced new post-strike premiere dates. They're bringing back Grey's Anatomy. Oh, thank God. How many seasons has that been on for? That's Not a, enough. That has to have been on for at least like 20 seasons, hasn't it? 
something like that. The but it gets, but it's been so good for so long. The Bachelor makes its return on Monday, January twenty second. The Connors, Not Dead Yet, and Abbott Elementary will be back on Tuesday, February seventh. American Idol and Hidden Camera series. What would you do? Return on. What would you do? <laughs> Uh, February 18th, and Will Trent, the rookie, the good doctor, they'll all be back on February 20th. Oh, so thank it. God. Please, re- are- please remind me of this when it happens. Please, please do. Yesterday was the Great American Smokeout, and Snoop Dogg took things way too far. He issued a statement saying, quote, After much consideration and conversation with my family, I've decided to give up smoke. Please respect my privacy at this time. He's giving it up? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Or he's switching to edibles. Maybe that's maybe what, that's what it maybe is. that's why he, he's Snoop. He can't give that up. His whole career was built on. That's it. right. And uh, Donald Trump called Kim Kardashian an overrated celebrity. No kidding. Yeah, well, she must have something to say. Oh my God! The last time I was humiliated by an orange man was when Ray J forced the Oompa Loompas into the Chocolate River and plugged it up with his <laughs> disgustus gloop in that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for thirty nine ninety five. That was my. I was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite character. Oh, yeah, Caitlin? You're a little tired this morning. I'm you? exhausted today. Well, I never got that done dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once put my tenderloin truncheon deep in the goo chute. <laughs> a little cervix smashing with the muff buster. What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is hours of plowing like that left that girl's vertical garden looking like Brian May's plug hole. <laughs> Okay. All right. She's the real queen. Yeah, no, uh, I, I hear that. And that is your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Ah! And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Craftsman, Aaron's, plus battery-powered Ego. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Yo, as a professional radio broadcaster who has delighted generations of listeners for as long as anyone can remember, I must tell you, the most important part of my profession is to protect the stacks of credibility that I have built up over the course of time. Are you kidding me? Take away my credibility and what do I got left? You got a broken down man aimlessly swimming in an endless sea of remorse. Do I want to be that guy? No, I do not. That is why I try to softly manhandle my credibility to avoid the sort of pitfalls that often destroy dreams and ruin careers. Sadly, not everybody in broadcasting shares the same belief system. Some believe that people will believe just about anything that comes out of their mouths, regardless of its accuracy or truthfulness. For example, this week there's been a good deal of criticism being lobbed at Fox Sports sideline reporter Carissa Thompson after she admitted on the Pardon My Take podcast that there have been many times when she's reported information that was completely made up. According to Thompson, quote, I would make up the report sometimes because, A, the coach wouldn't come out at halftime or it was too late and I was like, I don't want to screw up the report, so I'm like, I'm just going to make things up. This comment caused a firestorm of outrage from other sports report, including ESPN's Molly McGrath, who said, this is not normal. This is not ethical. Coaches and players must trust us with sensitive information. If they know that we're not being honest, you've lost all trust and credibility. Chris Kirshner of the, of the Athletic added, I cannot believe she would proudly admit this. This causes significant harm to the people who actually take their job seriously, and those are the only, hardly the only two people who had stuff to say about it. Now, granted, much of my credibility is built upon the ethical distribution of fart jokes and Steve Miller songs. But once you get beyond that thin layer of deeply guarded mystique, I'm as full of horse crap as the next guy. 
But I got a reputation to uphold and a job to keep for the next 2,858 days. The last thing I'm going to admit to is the frequency in which I'm passing off false information to your smug but gullible little faces. I am way too much respect for this audience to allow that to happen because believe me, my friends, you can always count on me. At least for now. But hey, and if my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, the Milwaukee 20-buck tool sale at Rocky's going on right now. Milwaukee hand tools and accessories like screwdrivers, pliers, and so much more. They're all made in the USA, and they're all 20 bucks at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield. And Joan Jett with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 62. Tomorrow, rain with a high of 52. It's 33 right now in downtown Springfield. The uh, last night we were doing uh, some celebrity bartending at White Lion. Yeah. Uh, thanks to everybody that showed up. Good crowd. Uh, a, 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 a crowd loose with their cash, which is the kind of crowd I like to see at these kinds yeah. of things. Uh, yeah. Good night to, uh, last night. I, uh, I, uh, I had the kids with me. And uh, they came down, and they're like, "What? This is really boring. What you do? <laughs> you just walk around with a bucket yeah. of money, Dad. Yeah, That's I'm, all I'm, you're doing." Hey, and you say, on. "You say the kids. Well, imagine from my perspective, because I don't want to be here any more than you do." No, I, 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 I like going out to the events and all that stuff. It's just maybe not be the most exciting thing for a, a teen and a preteen. You know what I mean? Like that's just not the, the ideal setting. No, I mean, it, it, most teenagers are, are really uh, not interested in what you do. But uh, you know, we'll we'll talk more about the night. But but the uh, the food down there at White Lion I is know. absolutely amazing. I had one of them Thunder Boom burgers. Yeah, with the bacon and the uh, cheese yeah. and the, yeah. I had this uh, this it was like a, like, a, uh, like a burger with blue cheese on it. Yeah, I love that kind of stuff, and uh, it was delicious. I mean, there's just no getting around it. It was just delicious. And I thought, I like the sticky ribs here, but do I, do I want to be like, you know, shaking hands and, you know, passing around, you know, yeah, things with like the sticky ribs all over my hands? Yeah, even with a knife and fork, you're bound to get some stickiness on you. It's like it's like uh, picking up picking up a pine tree with yeah. pine sap in it. You're going to get it on your hands no matter what. And I didn't think it was very cool if I'm like walking around collecting money and my hands are all sticky with that stuff. Right. Or if people have seen me like lick the sauce off my fingers and yeah. stuff. You don't want to do that. Yeah. Don't lick the sauce off your fingers and then shake their hand. Yeah, I don't want to. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I don't want to do that. Uh, but the other, uh, the other thing, my kids had the uh, those chicken tenders with the garlic parmesan. Oh yeah. I was like, these these aren't like your these aren't your everyday uh, Applebee's chicken nuggets. No. These are like it's like real pieces of chicken. Well, because. Highbrow is doing the food, so right. that's that's Jack Lope, Highbrow in uh, Northampton. Right, Andrew Brow does a real good job, man. He's he's good. Well, that that was uh, that was fantastic, and I, uh, I I have never been to Jackalope yet. I've only been to the Highbrow uh, Pizza Place, up yeah, in, up in uh, Northampton, which is more of it's a restaurant too. They have like entrees there. Too. Yeah, I've I've been uh, one time. Would love to go back again. It's really really good, but it just uh, for whatever reason just haven't because it's you know. Downtown, Hamden is like miles and miles and miles away. Oh, you're you're not gonna get you're gonna get an old old goat like yourself to get out in the Cadillac and drive <laughs> all the way downtown. Well, well listen, uh, not unless there's some sort of uh, obligation. Although I gotta say, you know, last night before we, uh, I, I got to White Lion, I stopped by Duray Away and uh, uh, Hefe uh, Jeff from uh, Loophole 
Brewing mm-hmm. was down there. And he's been doing events like every Thursday for like the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And, you know, what they did with the park is really, really beautiful. Really looks great. And he had a, uh, he had a, uh, like a, like a cube truck, little box truck, filling it with food as people would come in and, you know, yeah. listen to the bands play. And, and I mean, it was cool. So I went over there first just to, you know, say hi, show, show a little bit of support. Right. Very impressed with what was going on. Looked like a lot of fun. And then it was time for me to go over there. And uh, and Ray Berry was heading over to see him too, so we kind of you know crossed paths on on Worthington Street, and then I just right. you know jotted over to uh, to Bridge and 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 had to had a burger. I thought, man, this is uh, this is awful good. That's awful the way to good. go, man. I even had a beer too, which I don't yeah you know, I don't always. Whoa, look I at know, you! I know. Whoa, yeah. look at, whoa, oh, are you yeah. okay to drive? Oh uh, yeah, no, I was okay. I just had one. Yeah, there's one beer and like a bunch of water after that. And but you were there for like two hours after they had the beer anyway. Yeah, yeah. no, I was uh, I was more than sober by the time I uh, got back in the car. Uh, and uh, special thanks to uh, Steve Forney over there from the uh, what, what was he on behalf of the Westfield Technical Academy? I know he teaches there, but I couldn't. No, I think this is just purely a oh, Springfield a, Thunderbird. It's, it's a Thunderbirds, Thunderbirds podcast, podcast, right? Yeah, right. and that was actually kind of fun. He did a really he. I thought he did as good of a job as say like a Dave Manson. Did. He did a better interview than uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. about on the same level. Good questions. A little bit uh, better than Madsen, actually. Yeah, I listen. I am. I'm not going to uh, you know, make that kind of judgment. I, I thought it was. Yeah, they were both on equal, on equal talent levels. Who is this Dave Madsen guy anyway? <laughs> He's a guy yeah, who is who hasn't quite yeah. understood the definition of retirement. Oh yeah, wait, that is true. <laughs> That's very true. But uh, but no, Steve uh, interviewed us uh, for for the podcast. Uh, that was great. There was something you said that really kind of stuck out during that interview because we're talking about food insecurity. We're talking about uh, he asked a question about what goes on, you know, west of Worcester, and and no, we talked yeah. about you know how people forget about Western Massachusetts. Yeah, but you also made a great point too about how this area is such a people are devoted here to things. Well, what I what I said was is that you know, as someone who has grown up, you know, South Shore, east of Worcester, I can tell you with one hundred percent confidence, nobody east of Worcester thinks about Western Mass. Right? They think it, it's it's the edge of Worcester, and then it's Stockbridge, and then everything in between is like this uh, is like this uh, you know ghost land that you've heard about, Sarlacc Pit. No if one you is, will. yeah, right. Yeah. But no one has ever actually seen. And I what I said to follow that up is, you know, unlike other parts of the state. You don't see a community spirit quite like you see in in the Springfield area. Not just in the city, but I'm talking about you know, all the towns, Western yeah. Mass in general. And then when 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 bad things happen, uh, whether it's a tornado or an ice storm or you know whatever it might be, or food insecurity, the Mayflower Marathon, people here step up and they do and they participate in and helping people out. And, you know, that's a remarkable thing to see. And if you've ever been with outside of this area, it's one of the things that you notice that you don't really only see that in other places that you go. And Springfield has always been, uh, has always impressed me enormously by how they, you know, galvanize and, and, and act when, yeah. when, when push comes to shove. It's, it's, it's awesome. And it, it is awesome. And uh, we are uh, very much anticipating the beginning of this Mayflower Marathon uh, kicking off Monday morning. 6 a.m., bring your non-perishable food donations down to MGM Springfield on the uh, the State Street side. 
uh, that right isn't that Columbus Avenue on Columbus Avenue and then out towards uh, State yes, Street. Out towards State Street. You cannot come in from State Street. You have to come in from Columbus Avenue. Yeah, it takes literally like uh, two minutes out of your way. Yep. Uh, two minutes out of your way, uh, the volunteers will help you get the stuff out of your car, and then you can be on your merry way. We'll even give you a receipt if you're really into that kind of thing, too. Yeah. So uh, it's I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. By the way, uh, I just want to mention this because we haven't really said this uh, too much yet, but at the Mayflower Marathon, Monday and Tuesday, while supplies last, if you want to grab yourself a pair of uh, free tickets to the game on Wednesday night with the uh, the Mass Mutual Center with the Thunderbirds, yeah. We will have about a ton of tickets, like a couple thousand tickets. We'll give away. Yes, but you can't be a ticket hog. No, it's like you know, yeah. two like what is it like a pair? A pair of tickets or something per person. You get a pair of uh, yeah. tickets per person. But you know what? Uh, you'll have a blast on Wednesday, even though you say, "Well, it's the night before Thanksgiving." You're not doing anything the night before Thanksgiving at seven o'clock at night. No, God, no. No, you what try to you try to rush everything at like six o'clock in the morning on a Thursday. Usually, I'm uh, I'm in bed by seven o'clock on <laughs> on Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. But thank you to the Thunderbirds, we got this thing I, going. I on might now. find a couch to sleep on in Nate uh, Nate Costa's office and uh, see what happens. We should get a picture of us passed out on the couch in the uh, up in the uh, what do they call that thing? <laughs> the, the perch, nest, the nest, the perch. Is it the perch? I think or the it's nest? the perch. It used to be the nest. Now it's the perch. Oh, I, I see. I can't keep up with all these name changes here. You know, uh, last night I'm eating uh, I'm eating some of the chicken tenders that my kids got, right? Yeah. And then uh, and then Boomer comes over, and I have a, like a fork full of chicken, <laughs> and I go, "Now we know what happened to Screech." <laughs> he gets a kick out of that one. Yeah, no, he's got it. a good sense. I'm of sure you he's heard that chicken joke before. It's 6:22 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock at 629 at T-Rex with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 62. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 52. It's 33 right now in downtown Springfield. Open line Friday coming up later on this morning. It's a a good day to do some open lines. It is a good day. Any day is a good day to do open lines, but Friday seems to be the day that we do it. Friday is a great way to to go out and uh, let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Like the Beatles. Just like Let the Beatles. Be. That's yeah, it, man. That's that. it. Yep. All right. You ready to laugh? I am. All right. It's Bax and Nagel's Joke of the Day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh? Springfield's <laughs> Classic Rock. All right. So a newlywed farmer and his wife were visited by her mother. Okay. Who immediately demanded an inspection of the property. And while they're walking through the barn... The farmer's mule suddenly rears up and kicks the mother-in-law, unfortunately killing her instantly right there on the spot. Right? Okay. So at the funeral service, the farmer's standing near the casket and greeted people as they walked by, right? The pastor noticed that whenever a woman would whisper something to the farmer, he would nod his head yes and say something. Whenever a man walked by and whispered to the farmer, he would shake his head and say no and mumble something, some sort of reply. Curious, the pastor later asked the farmer what that was all about. And the farmer says, well, the woman would say, what a terrible tragedy. And I would nod my head and say, yes, yes, it was. And then the men would ask, you want to sell that mule? And I'd shake my head and I'm not done yet. Okay. And I'd shake my head and say, I can't. It's booked up for an entire year. <laughs> there we go. Because yeah, they wanted to get their mother in law. Everybody wants a mule piece of it. kicked. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
Bax and Nagel in the morning. On- 6.35 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news and it's brought to you by Naples Home Buyers. They buy homes as is and offer solutions to any problems. Naples Home Buyers. There's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Breaking news from 22 News. If your frozen turkey is over 20 pounds, today is the day you need to take it out of the refrigerator, damn it. Out of the freezer though, right? I get our freezer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If your frozen turkey is over twenty pounds, that's good. uh, That's good news. Yes, there's nothing worse than you know putting in the oven and still partially frozen. It's a top story. Working for you. Well, you know, uh, you know, there are many people, Steve, that uh, do it all wrong. You know, they'll they'll take the uh, they'll take it out on like a Tuesday, thinking, well, it's got to thaw by. By Thursday, what yeah. could possibly go wrong? And then, then you look like an idiot. Well, they have this uh, great little graphic here uh, to tell you what days to take out the turkey versus how many pounds it is. Okay. So if it's a 20 to 24 pounder, you take it out today. If it's a 16 to 20 pounder, you can take it out tomorrow. If it's 12 to 16 pounds, you can take it out on Sunday. And 4 to 12 pounds, you take it out on Monday. Now, that just means putting it in the fridge. Yes. You don't put it out to thaw it out completely in the open air. No, you don't leave it on the counter. Yeah, you you don't you take it out of the plastic wrapping and let the like raw poultry sit on the counter. Oh, I used to love my dad's salmonella stuffing. That was delicious. I'm sure that really stuck to your ribs. All those raw chicken juices just dripping down on that stuffing and then not being fully cooked. Oh, I remember the 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 good old days where that uh, turkey would experience its second death. Oh yeah. Beautiful. Nostalgia is something you can never replace. Yo, uh, after the meal, everyone uh, everyone leaves the house, and you're stuck watching football all night while you got your head in a toilet. Those are good, good memories. Good, very good memories. Yeah. Oh, oh, never forget those childhood oh, memories. Oh, that's so true. Oh man. Uh, so yeah, take your damn turkey out if it's frozen. It's twenty pounds or more. What's the biggest turkey you've ever had? <sighs> the biggest turkey you've ever had. Well. <laughs> The biggest turkey I ever had. It lasted almost nine months. <laughs> you know. It was a jive turkey is what that was. I got a buddy who once shoved a turkey with some Cornish hens so it looked like it was pregnant. <laughs> I think my sister once cooked like a 24-pound bird. Yeah. It was enormous. That's that's big. That was a big bird, man. I th- the, the one I did... It was, uh, I think it was about 23, maybe 24 pounds, mm-hmm. and it was, uh, I did it um, with the trash can. Remember remember I told you yeah. about the trash can method? And you said it was great. It was probably the best turkey I ever had. Now, trying to duplicate that a year later, it wasn't the best turkey I ever had. It was yeah. more of a, a lighter fluid turkey. You know, oh, that's, okay. you basted it with lighter fluid. That's pretty much what it tasted like. But the but the trash can turkey is a is a galvanized trash can that you burn many times before you use it because you want to get all that stuff off the outside of the can, and then you clean the can out, and then you take uh, a fire pit or whatever you want to use like an area to right. burn this thing. You put a stake in the ground, not like a like a rib ribeye or anything like that, like a like a wooden stake or I, metal probably. I used a metal one yeah. to do that. So I put the metal stake in the ground, and uh, and then you take the turkey, and you dress it all up. In what? 
Like a like a Mrs. Potato Head. You put oh, little I was, lips on it, a little hat. No, I was like, I like formal wear. No, no, no. You, you you just you don't wash it or anything. You don't uh, you don't do any of that. You just okay. take it right out of the package. You rip the giblets out. Yeah. And you stick it on this uh, this steak, and you cover it with like olive oil and salt and pepper or whatever oh, whatever yeah. you want. Right? Yes. And then on the bottom layer is a, is a layer of foil there. Yeah. Too, where you then take the trash can and put it over the steak and the turkey. Right. Okay. So then you foil off and seal the bottom. This is very important because this is the thing I didn't do the second year I did this. You put the foil all around. You kind of make it airtight in the bottom. And then you take 20 pounds of charcoal. Yeah. You put it around that foiled area on the bottom. Then you take another 20 pounds of charcoal and put it on the top of the can. Put down a layer of foil and then okay. you put down twenty pounds of charcoal. You then light the charcoal all the way around, and within three and a half hours, that twenty-three pound turkey was the was done to perfection. Really, this sounds like an awful lot of work. <laughs> it is an awful lot of work. It really does. That's take... why I will never do it. Why? Because I don't want to do an awful lot of work. Yeah, but come on. Let's say you had a bunch of buddies and you were hanging around with a bunch of buddies and uh, yeah. everybody's taking turns. Uh, with the turkey, and then you decide to cook it. Um, <laughs> you don't stuff it that way. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's not the way to do that. What well, says butterball on the side? Uh, so, uh, so, but yeah, but yeah, about three and a half hours it took, and it, uh, a yeah. big giant turkey light, and it was like fall off the boat. I had to use these rubber gloves to, like those heat, the oh, those, yeah, right, heat That's... seal rubber gloves to get the the turkey off. I've had, um, I've had the the deep fried turkey, which I think is delicious, but I've never done it myself. It is. It's a pain in the butt. It's though. a pain in the butt. I think the reason why I've never done it myself is because I don't ever want to become uh, a Reddit video. Because I can, I can see me blowing up half my backyard trying to do that. Yeah, yeah, you would blow up your backyard. I would totally do that. That way, so so to me, it you know, it goes into the oven, and uh, and that's how it's done. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Where is Methuen? Uh, Methuen is is it like North Shore? Yeah, that's uh, not Western Massachusetts, right? No. So here we are with 22 News. 48 animals surrendered from home in western Massachusetts need adopters. The MSPs, oh, oh, okay. They took in, in Methuen. That's where I thought they were saying that there was in Methuen that they found these animals. Oh. The MSPCA in Methuen has taken in already 50 uh, animals after a homeowner surrendered their pets, including cats, dogs, rats, chinchillas, and birds. Last Friday, a total of 48 animals were taken from a single home in Hamden County to Nevins Farm, a shelter in Methuen. The MSPCA is looking to place these animals in their forever home. 24 cats that vary in age between roughly 4 months to 13 years old. Six Jesus. dogs, including a Chihuahua, Schnauzer, a ter- and Terrier, range from 1 to 10 years old. Mm-hmm. 13 birds, 3 rats, 2 chinchillas. Some cats and rats and elephants, as sure as you, you were, were born. born. And don't you forget the unicorn. The unicorn. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, yeah, that's a, that's an awful lot. This is a this is a lot of one house? Yes, one house. Why is the green alligators and the long-necked geese? The humpty-backed camels? Oh, you won't the, find those in Methuen. The chimpanzees? Those interested You in may the, find those in Lawrence, but you won't find them maybe Andover, possibly, but not Methuen. 
Those uh, interested in adopting a pet can visit the MSPCA's Nevins Farm Adoption Center Tuesday through Sunday, 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. So you want to go all the way out to Methuen to bring an animal that was evicted from here back to this area. You think that you, you don't think that Chinchilla was like, I hate Western Massachusetts. I want to be near Boston. There's so much more to do for chinchillas like me. I was uh, I'm I'm going for an insurance job at the Prudential Center next week. Uh, this commute is much shorter from here than from Hamden County. I'm about to rent some office space in the Hancock Building. <laughs> Hand. Hand. <laughs> uh, 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 let's see. Uh, uptick of stolen packages going on in Amherst right now, according to Amherst Police. Reports of packages being stolen at locations around town include apartment complexes. Officers will be monitoring the most common areas affected and may be seen knocking on doors over the next few days to talk with residents to help reduce thefts. Police are encouraging residents to be aware of package deliveries and secure them immediately. If that is not an option, have a secure location to have your packages delivered to. That's why I have all of my parcels delivered here. It's like Fort Knox in this building. I have all my packages delivered here because if I try to order from Amazon, which I am only a mere 15 minutes away from the distribution center, Mm -hmm. maybe 20 minutes, maybe. But the distance is only like 11 miles. Okay. Yet here is further away from that facility, and the packages get here the next day. If I order them from my house, they either take a week to get there, mm-hmm. or I have to go pick them up at the post office because the Amazon truck doesn't stop. This reminds me of one of those um, Sesame Street things where, uh, like, my packages are here, and I live very far, far away. away. Yes, that's exactly how that. I don't know. I, we uh, Huntington must fall in this little, uh, I don't know, like grundle of Western Massachusetts where nobody really wants to touch it. You know, <laughs> nobody really wants to stop there. <laughs> the fact that you're f- framing this in the form of a question, like I think this is what's going on, when you in fact you know it's exactly what's going on. Well, you either come in the front way or you go out the back way in Huntington. There's no in between. There's no Biffin's Bridge in Huntington. <laughs> But but that certainly would connect yeah. uh, Huntington to the rest of uh, normal functioning society. Yeah, there's no catwalk, if you will. <laughs> and you don't do a little turn on it at all. Because <laughs> you're too sexy yeah. for the catwalk. That's right. So, uh, well, there you go. There, you, Make sure your packages are secure. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be sunny with a high of 62. Tomorrow, rain with a high of 52. It's 33 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah. Oh, yeah. G- rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 654 and Bon Jovi with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, it is going to be sunny today with a high of 62. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 52. 33 right now in downtown Springfield. You know, in much the same way, it's a surprise to find out there's like a comedy club in Chicopee that uh, serves dinner for like 20, 25 bucks every Wh- week. What? When does uh, that happen? Uh, like every Thursday. Oh. It also might be a surprise to know that uh, the Mayflower Marathon returns for three days uh, starting next Monday. Yes, it does. We've kept it uh, kind of quiet lately, as you know, but uh, we thought that uh, today would be the day we really get into it. Uh, 52 hours of broadcasting beginning Monday morning at 6 o'clock. It ends Wednesday morning at 10, uh, just outside the South End Market at MGM Springfield. That's right uh, from uh, Columbus Avenue, uh, past the uh, the parking garage, onto State Street. Our goal this year, unlike years past, is to fill four trailers with non-perishable food donations to the open pantry. 
The need is greater than ever before. 25% of all families in the Springfield area suffering from some level of food insecurity. We can change that next week. And you can start uh, putting your collections together now at work, at school, around the neighborhood. You can even donate online at rock102.com. While you're making your donation at MGM Springfield next week, you can get tickets to Wednesday night's Springfield Thunderbirds game for the Mayflower Marathon night, which is going to be an absolute gas. And they got we got a lot of tickets. So uh, stop by. You can get yourself a pair and, and join us on Wednesday night. Thanks to all of our sponsors, including Capital Moving and Storage, Xfinity, Camping World of West Hatfield, Affordable Waste Solutions, Armand Trucking, MGM Springfield, and many more. Get all the details at rock102.com. The 30th annual Mayflower Marathon next week on Rock 102. All right. The other day, I kind of did this uh, chicken little the sky is falling thing with the Apple versus Android. Remember yeah. I was talking about that? Yeah. Uh, well, good news if you're an Android user. They've come to, to like, a, like a middle ground on this. Uh, Apple is finally changing the way it does text messages, so your friends with iPhones might stop treating you like a second-class citizen soon. Okay? Okay. For over a decade, anyone on Android has had to deal with several issues when texting people with iPhones. Photos and videos coming through blurry. iMessage reactions like haha and Harding sometimes uh, come through as text in group chats, uh, chats, and your message shows up in a green bubble instead of blue. Apple just announced that they're playing an update next year that won't fix all of those things, but it might fix most of them. Photos and videos from Androids will be of higher quality. You'll be able to see when the person uh, is typing, just like when someone has an iPhone. And most importantly, one person with an Android won't completely screw up a group chat. That's what I hate the most. The really? group chatters with the, you know, I'd prefer everybody have the iPhone. Why can't everybody be an elite douche like me? I don't know. I don't like a group chat anyway. Yeah. I don't like a group chat either, but you have to get on them sometimes. And I complain about them every time I'm on one. Every now and then I'm being on a on a, uh, on a, uh, a group chat where all I get is a number and I don't have like a contact associated yeah. with that person. So I don't know who the hell I'm really talking to. Yeah. So I don't, I don't like that business. I don't like that business either. But I have to do that. Like, there's obviously, like, sports teams and things mm -hmm. like that that you're part of that you have to, like, deal with the fact that you don't know who's on the other end of that number. Yeah, I know. And then you kind of want to make fun of them, but you can't because you're like, wait a minute, is that the sensitive one or is that the, the one that can take the joke? I yeah, can't so you never know. You, yeah, you, never yeah, you can't know. tell by a bunch of numbers. So you can't just uh, throw back little shots back and forth. Uh, one thing that probably won't change is the green bubbles. This is this is where I'm I'm on board with this. Any or an industry expert says blue text bubbles are a quote badge of the Apple tribe. Yeah, that's right. So they expect Apple to continue to reserve that color for iPhone users only. That way, we can still distinct between who is the lord of the manor and who is the serfs and the peasants, and those are the Android users. Yeah, I mean, they, they really, yeah. they really, truly are. It's uh, it's not clear when the software update is coming. Uh, all Apple said is later next year. When we get around to it. When, when we try to, we're, we're going to pr promise we're going to do something, but we're not really going to do it. This is coming on our timetable. We'll do it when we're damn good and ready. But in the meantime, the rest of you. Android users are just going to have to suffer yeah. or join the club. Bax and I will be over here with our little blue bubbles, <laughs> living in our blue bubbles, not, uh, not, yeah. not caring about anything else in the world. We'll, we'll be able to tap our phones together to exchange information. You can do that now.
That's weird. Kind you, of, can, huh? you can do that years ago. I remember when they first came out with yeah. that. Well, there was an app you had to download to do it, but you could do it back in the day when they first came out. I got to tell you, I uh, I feel like I need to upgrade my, my iPhone. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like, like now's the time. But then I'm hearing, well, maybe now is not the time, and I don't know. Uh, I don't know what to do. I got uh, an XS. They're uh, now up to 15s. I'm like, f- I'm like five behind. Yeah, well, I'm. Um, I got an 11. This yeah. is an 11. So I'm just waiting. Uh, I'm waiting till it finally. Uh, I'm waiting till it goes all the way out before I have to shell out money for a new one. Yeah. See, this one is is slowly dying and not holding the uh, battery charge that I love so much. Yeah. Because I I bought I buy these brand new. Yeah. I don't buy mine refurbished. No, but I buy it at once. So that cost me like 1200 bucks. Sure. But I hadn't bought a phone in like six years prior to that. Right. So now I'm on year three with this. Hopefully we can get another three out of it. <sighs> I got to tell you, if, if I... If I if I felt the gumption, I'd go I'd go today and get a new one. But I just don't have the uh, I just don't have it in me. No, you don't have it in you. I don't no. have it in me either. And by the way, it's seven o'clock. We need to get out of this. Oh break. Jesus! I know, right? Pax and Nagel at Rock One Hundred Two. Live in concert Saturday. What? And now Pax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Outdoor Power Headquarters, Steel Craftsman, Aaron's Plus Battery Powered Ego. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I don't know what you got planned for this weekend, but wild horses couldn't drag me away from tomorrow's Division II college football playoff game between the Ferris State University Bulldogs and the Lakers of Grand Valley State University. Are you kidding me? I have cleared out my entire schedule so that I may absorb every action-packed moment of Division II college football action. Who am I picking to win? Well... That's an interesting question, because to make a qualified choice, one must be aware of what the hell is going on here. You see, Ferris State will be going into tomorrow's game at a slight disadvantage. One, they'll be traveling 60 miles away from their home stadium in Big Rapids, Michigan, across state to play Grand Valley's home turf in Allendale, Michigan. The other disadvantage is that the Ferris State Bulldogs will be playing without their head coach, Tony Arness, who was suspended after winning last year's Division II championship. What did he do? According to reports, Coach Arness was in violation of local ordinances by allowing his players to smoke cigars after winning the Division II championship against the Colorado School of Mines in McKinley, Texas last season. You see, McKinley, Texas is a smoke-free community in which smoking materials are strictly prohibited in public buildings and facilities. By allowing his players to smoke cigars, the coach was handed a fine and then banned from participating in any postseason activities. Folks... I knew there was something you couldn't trust about that guy. Sure, cigar smoking is not a safe alternative to cigarettes, and I'm sure these youngsters were told to please smoke responsibly. But the laws are the law, and you can't have a whole locker room of college students firing up a bunch of Dutch masters in a poorly ventilated locker room like that. Locker rooms are meant to be safe havens for things like staph infections and crotch rot. But get 50 football players start smoking cigars, and suddenly that locker room could become really gross. But hey, enough of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know, I'm looking at the Craftsman 2.5-gallon wet dry vac. Why? That's my business. 20 bucks, though, at Rocky's with your Ace Rewards card. Um, you, you can find it in the flyer, in the store. You can look at the Rocky's website or check out the Rocky's app. What's on sale at Rocky's? It's always at your fingertips. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102. 
Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 714 and Def Leppard with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, it is going to be sunny today with a high of 62. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 52. It's 33 right now in downtown Springfield. We'll uh, we'll get to open line Friday uh, next hour, so prepare yourselves for that. I, uh, yes, yes, prepare. Yeah, please. Get prepared. Don't, yeah, yeah. Don't, no improv. I know, I know we're going to talk about this article, but this kind of leads into it a little bit. Last night, uh, we, we were at White Lion doing the celebrity bartending thing. Yeah. And uh, we run into this guy who uh, is the owner of several Taco Bills uh, throughout the area here in Springfield. Sure. Right? Yeah. You met that guy, right? And uh, he said, uh, very generous guy. I believe his name is Jim. I don't have the card in front of me uh, right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, very nice guy. And he said, listen, if there's anything I can do to help out with the Mayflower Marathon, we can put up boxes in our stores. We can do all that kind of stuff. And uh, he goes, uh, we, we like helping the community. Uh, and, you know, very well-intended uh, things. And I said, yeah. I, can you get me a chalupa? Right? <laughs> and he goes, I absolutely can get you a chalupa. Yeah. Well, of course he can get me a chalupa. He owns, owns a Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Right. right, right. He owns a couple of locations. And, uh, and uh, I was just joking. And then 10 minutes later, uh, Aaron comes walking over with yeah. this. Piping hot bag of chalupas. Because he came back and handed the bag to me. Now I just finished a like oh. a cheeseburger at at, uh, at White Lion. I yeah. was I was stuffed, but this was a bag of I don't know how many chalupas were in there, but uh, there was six six yeah. chalupas, six chalupas. So you know, I'm you know, I'm busy you know, you know uh, shaking people down for money for you know? the open pantry, and I said to Aaron, could you could you take this over to Steve? He he's the one that loves the chalupas, and the kids love chalupas well, well, too. But I. I was just joking. I wasn't serious about getting yeah, a but chalupa. The, but, but the guy came with the chalupas. I know, but how many people really take me literally when I say something to them? Some people do. They don't realize. Because I don't know what it what it maybe it's your affect or whatever, or they just you know, they just don't or they just don't have the share of the same kind of comedic uh strand that you have in your own DNA. Maybe. That when they say, I think he likes chalupas, they yeah. go to the store. They come back, six chalupas. Next thing you know, boom. Maybe I should. Stevie's just, got some chalupas. Maybe I should start asking for stuff from people and see if uh, see if, if I can manifest it. It might come true. Listen, you know what I last, want? last week I said, boy, I sure would be uh, happy to have a, ch- uh, a, a a fruit cake in front of me. And what happens? The Hawkman sends me a fruit cake. Okay, well here I'm going to put it out in the universe. I want a million bucks and two chicks at the same time. Steve, I'm going to bet you there's some way we could possibly I, I, get that done at the Mayflower Marathon. And a chalupa. Well, that well means, now you're asking for a bit much. Well, that means two things. <laughs> yeah. No, but that was very nice of that guy to do. That was awesome of the guy to yeah. do. But I was just, uh, I was taken back. Taken, what is it, taken aback or taken back? I was uh, uh, taken aback. Uh, taken aback. Yes. Aback. Okay. So I was taken aback. Right. When he, when, when all of a sudden I had... Not only uh, six chalupas, but six hot, fresh chalupas. Oh, the and the bag was heavy. The it bag was, was very heavy. Yeah, like I, for all I know, he could have uh, overly stuffed the chalupas. I didn't eat the chalupas. I I doled them out to the customers, which was probably illegal. Giving out food in a place that already serves food. Yeah, well, yeah, but, he, uh, yeah. I think Ray Barry was happy enough last night that if uh, he saw someone chowing down on a chalupa, he probably wouldn't got all that upset. Yeah, Ray was like, "Who gave you that chalupa?" And you're like, "Oh, that nice guy over there is going to help us out with the marathon." All right, I'll let it slide this time. <laughs> this time, but you better have a Thunderboom burger with that the <laughs> next time I see you. Right? 
But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah. we got a whole uh, piping hot bag full of chalupas last night. So here's the funny thing. Uh, some woman last night, uh, so I got there a little bit early uh, yesterday mm-hmm. to, to White Lion because I, f- I figured I want to eat before this thing gets started. And uh, so I got there probably like around uh, like 5.15 or yeah. so. And uh, some woman that I was talking to beforehand at uh, DeRay Away near uh, at, at the, the loophole brewing event mm-hmm. said to me, I really want to bring you guys some soup. You know, yeah. It's like homemade soup for you guys. And I uh-huh. said, you know what? Don't. Don't yeah. don't do that. We don't we don't. For the, and there's a couple of reasons for it. One, we're all set up. Yeah, you know, we don't we don't need anything. I had one guy say, hey, "You want me to bring cigars?" We don't we don't we, we don't, don't even need, need that. We got yeah. it. We got everything all taken care of. And uh, and she said, "Are you sure?" I said, "Listen, there's a couple of things you need you you need to know. All of the food is is has been you know pre planned. We all got that taken care of. We are well taken care of. We don't we don't need anything. And over the course of two days, you got yeah. so many people coming by to say hello, drop stuff off." You never really know who left the crock pot of stew. And you don't know what's in it. Because you can't be sure you can trust everybody. Now, this seemed like a perfectly nice lady. She seemed uh, uh, like uh, like she knew what she was doing, really on the up and up. Yeah. But unless I see her deliver it, I don't know who's delivering what. It is a a tough uh, decision to make sometimes of who to eat what from. Yeah. Remember that guy that brought us those chocolate cookies last year? I was like, you know, he that was for Christmas time. Yeah. Where he brought the cookies here to the radio station. And I'm like, I don't know if I trust this guy or not. <laughs> so I had six of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I, but you never know. You never know what you're getting in and we and we don't need anything. Yeah. We, we really don't need anything. You want you you I know people want to help in some way, but we're okay. It's now, the people that we're trying to raise funds and food for yeah. that need the help the most. Even our volunteers we've uh, you know are all set for for mm-hmm. meals while they're down there. Yeah, we we have a we have a whole system and process that takes care of everybody who helps out down there and uh, and and we're good. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, and I don't know if I'm remembering this right or if uh, if it's all in my head. Didn't somebody at some point, bring us pot brownies. I don't think so. I'm trying to remember. I seem to recall someone bringing something that was laced with something. Well, we had a guest a few weeks ago who did that. Yes, uh, here. Uh, but uh, but no, I don't remember that happening. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I'm just thinking it in the head. But uh, that would be another thing. Well, the last we thing, don't we don't really need while we're down there. Yeah, the last thing we need to do is get as fun as it is getting stoned. It's really not appropriate yeah. for a broadcast. Maybe oh. you know what? At nine o'clock, when I'm ready to go to bed, maybe maybe we'll indulge, but not uh, not during the broadcast. I was trying to fill a truck with non-perishable food items, but then I, I got, got high. high. I was trying to feed all the people at the open pantry, but then <laughs> I got high. Now I'm eating condensed soup straight out of the can, and, and I, I know, know why. Why, why man? Because <laughs> I got high. Because I, I got high. Because I, I, I got high. There you go. <laughs> it's 722 <laughs> at Rock 102. Subject to credit approval. Ask for details. It's uh, just about 726 at Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, the meaty meteorologist Dan Brown will give you the forecast. He brings the meat to the he table, doesn't the, he? He brings the meat and meteorology. That is All so true. Right. Yes, yeah. he does. Uh, 
You know, I uh, was just reading this article on 22 News during the break. Uh, you you use the stat uh, one in four people. Uh, one in four people. One in four people have food. Uh, there's food insecure. There's a food insecure person out of what? We, I don't even know how to do this. One out of every four people in the yeah. in Western Mass is suffering from some level of food insecurity. Now I uh, I never really trust you with numbers because you tend to kind of jumble them a little bit well numbers are not uh you know i'm uh, i'm not great with numbers admittedly but these are numbers that came directly from the open pantry well it's now one in three people here in western massachusetts are food insecure and local food banks are seeing that high need ahead of the holidays 22 news spoke with jody falk executive director of rachel's table she told us that uh, which told them that food insecurity is ticking at levels that haven't been seen since the height of the pandemic so uh, there you go. Now you can update your stats yeah. uh, to get it correct. So last, so last night when we were at White Lion, yeah. uh, Nicole, who's the, uh, the executive director of the Open Pantry, was mm-hmm. there, and uh, and we were just we were just talking about the numbers. We were just talking about uh, you know what's going on there. And she said, "Yeah, it's one in four, but that but that's getting worse." So I'm not surprised that it could be as many as one in three. But then we talked about the, you know the the concept of some people saying you know refuting those numbers say. Well, I can't possibly be uh, one in three. I don't know anyone who's uh, food insecure. Right. Well, if you're food insecure, you're not going to tell anybody you're food insecure. Yeah, you may not be. Uh, you know, stand on the street corner letting everybody know about it because you know, you know, there's a there's a a certain amount of privacy and a certain amount of uh, I don't want to say shame because I don't think that's really the important thing. But here, but uh, you know, a lot of people have a hard time saying I need help. Yeah. And a lot of people, you know, would prefer that. People don't know what they're what they're dealing with. Even people that, that have jobs, you know, so you never know what kind of you know situation they're dealing with financially. No, you don't. And adding uh, inflation and low funding of federal programs like SNAP are contributing to this problem. But they're doing everything they can to make sure people have food on their table uh, during the holidays. I was more pointing out the fact that you're mostly wrong on your numbers and your stats when you try to repeat something. Yeah, so, but I was very, very uh, mindful well, to make sure that these numbers were, were coming from specific sources. Yeah. So that I wasn't just, uh, you know, you know, pulling numbers out of nowhere. I actually, uh, you know, I, I actually got these uh, from legitimate people that know what they were talking about. See, when you go back and watch that interview on Channel 40 with uh, Dave Matson on Sunday morning, mm. you can see me like start to like cringe inside as you're starting to give out numbers because I'm like, he's going to get it wrong, probably, mostly, likely, the numbers. Ironically, you know what I'm saying inside what? right now? What? Why? I don't think you want to know. I'm sure I don't want to know. I'm, I'm something I may have to wait until I'm, we're I'm off just, the air to say. I'm waiting for you to come out with one in every 46th, fifth person <laughs> is suffering from some sort of number problem. Yeah. Well, let's let's think. Yeah. Let's try to focus on the things that I do right yeah. uh, on this show. Five out of uh, five out of four people <laughs> agree. That there's food insecurity throughout Western Massachusetts. Did you know that one out of every 150,000 people is suffering from some level of something bad in their lives? Yeah. By the way, it's 829 at Rock 102. <laughs> no, it's no, not. It's, it's 729. Oh, oh I screwed it up. Oh, oh, hey. <laughs> Here's your Western Mass News. 33 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rom Hyundai. Technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomHyundai.com slash family. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. My God, take the turkey out of the freezer and put it in the refrigerator. I can't believe this is the top story. 
I can't believe that you've taken someone's top story and made it your own top uh, story. What do you mean? Uh, it's you mean I should have something different going into this? Well, no, not I, necessarily. I mean, it's uh, uh, Thanksgiving is next week, and uh, you know, when do you take your turkey out if it's over twenty pounds? I mean, that's that's the news you can use. Well, uh, they have a, a whole little chart here. I was talking about last hour. Uh, if it's twenty to twenty-four pounds, you take it out today. If it's sixteen to twenty pounds, you take it out tomorrow. If it's twelve to sixteen pounds, you take it out on Sunday. And if it's four to twelve pounds, you take it out on Monday. It's pretty easy to remember. Yeah. Yeah, I I suppose. I uh I'm glad I'm not cooking a turkey this year. Oh, me too. I just I don't uh it's a lengthy process. No matter which way you do it. We were talking last hour you could either do the deep fry, you can do the uh the trash can thing uh or even just in the regular oven. Yeah. It's going to take a while. It's not that kind of time. I I don't I you know what after the marathon and after like a Wednesday night uh, Wednesday night hockey game, I have like no energy for any of that foolishness anymore. That's, I, I'm done with it. I just uh you know, I I remember uh, you know uh growing up and uh, waking up on uh, Thanksgiving morning and with the smell of stuffing and bourbon as I walked down the stairs yeah. and to my dad uh getting uh, nice and crocked up, stuffing the bird, throwing it in the oven, and then passing out drunk, and then uh, waking up several hours later and then uh, yelling the C word at my mom for burning the turkey that he put into the oven. Good childhood memories, Steve. Yeah, isn't that great? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, really, really. Heartwarming. Really heartwarming story there. Yeah. And that time the turkey went out on the front lawn because <laughs> it needed some fertilizer, I guess. Some rage. I, I have rage and fertilizer for the front lawn. It's that time of year. Goodbye. Let us be thankful for our rage. Yeah, and then, uh, and then uh, as he comes in, my brother goes, uh, as God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> At least you all have a great dysfunctional sense of humor about it oh we can sit back and laugh about it years later (laughs) uh the massachusetts department of public health is calling on the cannabis industry to improve health and safety of employees when it comes to workplace asthma following the 2022 death of a west springfield woman a report released thursday by the mass department of public health explained the investigation into the death of a cannabis worker in holyoke and outlined steps the industry can take to prevent these work-related asthma incidents the death of Lorna McMurray of West Springfield on January 7th of 2022 is the first known occupational asthma death in the U.S. cannabis industry. The 27-year-old woman suffered an asthma attack on January 4th while working inside the cannabis cultivation and processing facility in Holyoke. The woman was working with dried ground cannabis and became short of breath, eventually stopped breathing and lost consciousness. She was hospitalized but died three days later. An investigation by the Massachusetts FACE program discovered that exposure to cannabis plant and ground cannabis at work contributed to the woman uh, developing an allergy and later asthma. Investigators say the victim did not have asthma before starting in the industry in May of 2021. Ultimately, the medical examiner determined the woman's death was brain death due to cardiac arrest. Jeez. Due to respiratory arrest and due to presumed uh, severe asthma attack. The face investigators determined the following unrecognized hazards as the main contributors to her death, failure to recognize ground cannabis as a potential occupational uh, respiratory hazard. And who would have thought that? You know, that's pro- it's probably one of these things that if this is the first death of its kind like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't. 
you know, I mean, I don't know enough about how uh, that industry works. I know, like, if you were, like, in a grow facility yeah. and there had to be, like, a certain humidity to make the, these things grow, you know, that maybe that might affect an asthma attack or, you know, or spawn. And I, I don't, I don't know enough to know for sure, but it's, this is the only time this has happened, you know, anywhere. Well, so is it, is this a, an aberration or was there something that was amiss in that one facility? It's the only known asthma death in the U S cannabis industry. There have been other cases of cannabis workers reporting respiratory diseases. Mm. Cannabis workers are exposed to various occupational respiratory hazards, including cannabis dust mold, Volatile organic compounds, pollen, bacterial, end toxins, pesticides, soil components, and cleaning disinfectants. Massachusetts has more than 22,000 cannabis workers. That's surprising, too. That there's 22,000 people yeah. working in all the uh, industry. Well, of course, it's, there's it's what? A, it's a growing industry. 10,000 of them work in Northampton with the 15 <laughs> dispensaries that are up there. <laughs> I, I can't believe how many there are. I, I drove yeah. through uh, East Hampton a few weeks ago, and there's must be there's one, two, three, I think, right on Route 5, two or three on Route 5 going towards Northampton, you know, where the uh, the, the farm share uh, right. co-op place is. Well, you know, you're at the point now where, where not all of these of these businesses are are thriving like mm-hmm. they I think they expected because you got so much competition and you're all selling the same stuff more yeah, or less right uh, an hours long discussion continues among the Northampton City Council and residents regarding Main Street renovations the city council is hoping to vote on its resolution for the picture Main Street project on Thursday night the original design called for three 11 foot wide lanes with one of them a turning lane along with expanded sidewalks, fewer on-street parking spaces, dual bike lanes, and trees planted throughout the downtown area. The renovations have been met with both excitement and concern from the community. Hmm. Trees. We don't want trees. Trees are some of the worst things there are in all of nature. They express their worries about the impact on local businesses, traffic, pedestrian safety, and the overall aesthetic of the area. The current Main Street plan, uh, what is so wonderful about it, it gives everybody a formal mobility that best suits them to have a choice to get where they need to be, said Benjamin Wheel of Leeds. While we're, uh, why are we going for a plan that will increase congestion? There's a research that shows when you add bike lanes on busy streets, accidents go up. They're not safer, added Steve Harrell of Northampton. They do? When you put in bike lanes, accidents go up? Well, you know, uh, I, I'm always surprised by where they're putting these bike lanes in relation to, like, intersections right. or busy streets. Like, there are some streets where you see the bike lane and you go, why is why this, here? why is it here? This would be, like, the last place that I want to be riding a bicycle. Um, yeah, I don't know what, I don't know who determines, uh, this would be the best place for one of these things. I, I have no idea. I was thinking about that. Actually, I was thinking about that last night when I was in downtown Springfield driving in front of, um, the Marriott. Yeah. I was coming around the block and I'm going to park in the garage there. By the way, $11 to park in that Marriott garage for two hours. $11? Yeah. That was ridiculous. I was able to uh, plug my meter for 75 cents 
yeah, right there well, on Bridge Street. Well, there was no spots when I got there. I drove around twice, and I was like, well, screw this. I'm just going to go park in the garage because mm. you're right there. You know, you can go right down to White Lion from the elevator. 11 bucks. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a lot. But the bike lane there on right in front of, what is it, Bowling Way? Mm-hmm. The, the bike lane there, pretty tight, and you probably wouldn't even notice it until you hit a bike, yeah. a guy on a bike. And mostly uh, bicyclists that uh, ride in downtown Springfield uh, tend to drive down the middle of the road. Yes. Ignoring the bike lane that has been designated for them so that the bicyclists may you know, ride down, say, Main Street by popping wheelies. Is that illegal? It should be, but it's... but Popping wheelies is not illegal? I th- it may be. I just don't think anybody enforces it. Popping... You know, when I was a kid... You know, and and you're you, you're young and you're stupid, and you think, well, yeah. nothing can, nothing bad could ever possibly happen to me. I never rode my bicycle, you know, like on one wheel. I wasn't popping wheelies like that. Yeah. And you know, some of these kids are like, I mean, it's impressive that they can do it. I mean, they're they're like doing like a like circus tricks on these bicycles, but it's a great way to get yourself killed. I saw him doing them last night down Main Street. Yeah. Right in right in downtown. I've they seen don't care. I've, I've seen all over the city. I've seen Main Street. I've seen Sumner Avenue, Page Boulevard, Berkshire Avenue. I mean, yeah, busy busy damn streets throughout the entire city. State Street. I've seen it. They, they it's like they don't understand that it would take almost nothing for a car to accidentally bump into them, or for them to bump into a car that's you know traveling yeah. at a certain speed. I don't know. You get yourself killed that way. I don't get. I don't get it. Uh, the brazen. Uh attitude riding these damn things when i was a kid all i wanted to do was go with was get home from school turn on the television watch a couple of episodes of the three stooges and then maybe get around the homework yeah. that's all i wanted you to didn't do want to go out on a dirt bike in the middle of a busy downtown area well first of all rehoboth has no busy downtown area and then secondly i wasn't gonna take my bike to go anywhere if i didn't have to you don't want to go down hamlet isn't that what they call it yeah right <laughs> Oh. Up, up Hamlet or down Hamlet? I just wanted to watch the Three Stooges, then maybe get around to some homework. Uh, on Wednesday, there was a police chase in Wisconsin where the police were pursuing a stolen vehicle. The uh, vehicle eventually lost control and crashed, and the four suspects inside made a run for it. At least two of them started running through a golf course across the street, and one of them ducked into a porta potty on the course. Oh, boy. A quick-thinking golfer saw the fugitive go into the porta potty and then took matters into his own hands by pushing it over. Door first? I don't know if it was the door first, but uh, if his plan was to trap the man, it did work. Police have caught at least two others uh, of, the, of the four suspected thieves, the stinky one and the other one. <laughs> Which one did you get? Stinky? What'd you get? The non-stinky? Well, let's see. I'm covered in blue. What do you think? Man, this guy's really on the runs this week. Ah, ah, he's I like see jo- that. Johnny Knoxville inside of a porta potty being catapulted through oh. the air by a crane. <laughs> but he didn't have the scuba gear on to keep all the stuff coming. Yeah, yeah, that that's is the problem. disgusting. It's gross. But you know what? That guy might have been able to uh, escape had it not been for the quick-thinking golfer. That's true. You know, then where would you be? All these, uh, and you know what? That golfer was probably getting a whole bunch of crap from his wife that day. No pun intended. Right. And uh, she's like, "You're going out golfing again? Why don't you spend some time with the kids?" And then all of a sudden, he comes home a hero. Yeah, you know what, honey? 
you told me not to go golfing because you didn't want me, but yeah. I saved uh, I saved a community from a dangerous criminal by pushing over a porta potty. Society benefits when I ignore my children. How many golf courses have porta potties on them? A lot of them? Uh, not a lot of them. I mean, usually you're just you know hanging out in the woods. But uh, yeah, some do have porta potties. I don't think I've ever seen a porta potty on an actual golf course. Uh, I don't want to say I've never seen it, but it's it. But typically, you you, you wouldn't see it very often. Yeah, it is weird. Well, you way. always you always go to the bathroom before you, you you tee off, and you always go to the bathroom at the turn, and always pee before you leave because you don't want to have that on the ride home. Right, you're drinking beer all day at the golf course, or like say you're drinking like a whole bottle of vodka while you spend the entire day on a cart. Who would do something like? I don't know, but someone who may have at one point been a part of management. I have no idea who you're talking yes, about. Yes, you do. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny and nice with a high of 62. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 52. It's 35 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Some- Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 755 in Queen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be sunny today with a high of 62. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 52. It's 35 right now in downtown Springfield. Hey, uh, tonight, we're uh, really excited to be doing this. We're going to be uh, at the Thunderbirds game uh, for when they take on the uh, Utica Comets. Mm-hmm. We're going to be located at the box office of the Mass Mutual Center from 6 until 7, collecting donations for the Mayflower Marathon. Uh, the Thunderbirds are collecting donations at every home game until the Mayflower Marathon happens. Uh, that's tonight, 6-7, to seven, with your Springfield Thunderbirds and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. That is not the night we're selling the jerseys. That's going to happen on Mayflower Marathon night next Wednesday, which is going to be an absolute blast. But uh, tonight, we're going to be there collecting food. We'd love to have you join us. It's going to be a good game tonight. All right. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. There you go. Bring down your non-perishable food donations. Yes. We have uh, Open Line Friday coming up moments from now. Oh, I'm so excited about I, that. Uh, I know, me too. It's, uh, that's going to be great, isn't it? Uh, yeah. We've uh, had a couple of complaints over the last couple of days. I'll see if that doesn't uh, iron itself out or not. Uh, I'm curious to yeah. see how it works. <laughs> I think I think we all are, Steve. Uh, let's see. Uh, did you know you can buy a Hyundai on Amazon? I did not know that. Yeah, that's uh, Amazon is about to start selling cars and SUVs, and their first deal is with Hyundai. But unfortunately, they won't deliver a new Elantra to your door in two days. They won't? No. You'll have to pick it up at uh, Gary Rome. I'd, All right, well, that's fine. Yeah, but I wouldn't you rather just go to Gary directly instead uh, of doing it on Amazon? I, I don't understand how people buy a vehicle online. I know a guy that bought a car uh, on eBay and had to go very, very far to get it. And when he got it, he realized, hey, you know what? This uh, car that I just got uh, and had to travel a thousand miles for. Yeah. Kind of a piece of junk. And I'm like, really? You're telling me like you without test driving the car uh, just by the picture that was on eBay. You thought that was a good idea. Yeah. I, you know, I've I've uh, my my kid got bamboozled yesterday by Amazon. Mm hmm. She, uh, you know, she saves her money. You know, it says, hey, Dad, can you buy me this on uh, Amazon? Here's the money. It's $20, right? Okay. It's a Christmas tree, right? Sure. Uh, Christmas, uh, supposed to be, I mean, to me, the picture looked like it was about a three-foot Christmas tree, right? Well, the thing shows up uh, from Amazon yesterday. 
<laughs> opens the box. The thing is about six inches tall. <laughs> and she was upset. And I'm like, she, she goes, I, I, and I said, well, first of all, we have to read the fine print yes. when we're ordering these things. <laughs> if it says it's going to take like a month to get here, which it did, it's probably coming from China or somewhere else overseas right. where it takes forever to get there. And if it sounds too good to be true, it is. You know, so she was thinking it's uh, like yeah. a like a, a a regular size, and it winds up being like the stone pillars of uh, of of Stonehenge from yeah. Spinal Tap. I was like, hey, li- listen, you can uh, you can pretend you're Gulliver, and those are the Lilliputin Christmas that you're having there, and uh, and and then smash Chris- it all down. Christmas about. smash, Christmas smash down. <laughs> it's seven fifty eight at Rock Auto Two. Attention football. And now, Max's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Craftsman, Aaron's, plus battery-powered Ego. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? You know, as a professional radio broadcaster who has delighted generations of listeners for as far as long as anyone can remember, I must tell you that the most important part of my profession is to protect the stacks of credibility that I have built over the course of time. Are you kidding me? Take away my credibility and what do I got left? You got a broken down old man aimlessly swimming around in an endless sea of remorse. Do I want to be that guy? No, I do not. That is why I try to softly manhandle my credibility by avoiding the sort of pitfalls that often destroy dreams and ruin careers. Sadly, not everybody in broadcasting shares that same belief system. Some people believe just about anything that comes out of their mouths, regardless of its accuracy or truthfulness. For example, this week there's been a good deal of criticism being lobbed at Fox Sports sideline reporter Carissa Thompson after she admitted on the Part of My Take podcast that there have been times when she has reported information that she completely made up. According to Thompson, quote, I would make up the report sometimes because A, the coach wouldn't come out at halftime or it was too late and I was like, I don't want to screw up the report, so I was like, I'm just going to make things up. This comment then caused a firestorm of outrage from other sports reporters, including ESPN Molly McGrath, who said, quote, this is not normal, this is not ethical, coaches and players trust us with sensitive information. If they know that you're dishonest, you've lost all trust and credibility. Chris Kirshner at The Athletic added, I cannot believe you would proudly admit this. This causes significant harm to the people who actually take their job seriously. And those were hardly the only two people who had stuff to say. Now granted, much of my credibility is built upon the ethical distribution of fart jokes and Steve Miller songs. But once you get beyond that thin layer of deeply guarded mystique, I'm as much as full of horse crap as the next guy. But I got a reputation to uphold and a job to keep for the next 2,858 days. The last thing I'm going to do is admit to the frequency in which I'm passing off false information to your smug but gullible little faces. I have way too much respect and admiration for this audience to allow that to happen. Because, my friends, you can always count on me. At least for now. But hey, and if I'm my yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The Milwaukee 20-buck tool sale at Rocky's. Milwaukee hand tools, accessories, screwdrivers, pliers, and more made in the USA. 20 bucks at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 9, eight, excuse me, 813 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It is uh, going to be, uh, let's see, sunny and nice today with a high of 62. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 52. It's 35 right now in downtown Springfield.
And now, live from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts, it's Open Live Friday! 293-1021. That's the number to call for Open Line Friday. Set the table here. I don't want to hear any of your filthy language or your nasty, ill-fated hate speech. You go to the Kellogg crew for that stuff. Yeah. You don't do it here. Not on this show. Hate speech all the way over on the other end of the dial. There you go. They love that stuff there. Anyway, let's uh, go to the phones. They're blowing up already. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? All right. Uh, Okay, good. Thanks for your patience. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Joey. Hey, you guys were talking the other day about the daylight savings time. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Arizona does not change their clocks. Oh, Arizona. Yeah, right. Well, why can't we be like Arizona? That's what I'm saying. That's what yeah, I'm saying, You know what? Too. We're all saying it. Yeah. How We'd love to be like Arizona. Hot, dry, <laughs> yeah. miserable. But at least they have the time right. <laughs> That's it. All right. Thanks you guys for, have a good day. You too. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Is this? Mike Jones. Yeah, What's yeah, up, Mike? Yeah. I just hung up on him. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, what's going on? It's Joe from Westside. How's it going, boys? Good. What's going on? Dude, that story about Kim was freaking hysterical. Oh, I almost crashed my car. My interaction with the uh, uh, the, the uh, stroke victim that I had at Thanksgiving <laughs> years ago. Yes. Jesus, dude. Oh, my God. That was funny. I don't believe uh, she's showing up this year. <laughs> <laughs> so... So did Mark? Uh, did Mark die during COVID, or what happened with this guy? Yeah, I think Mark uh, decided he was an anti-vaxxer. He wasn't going to take the vaccine, <laughs> and he died. Sorry, happens. Yeah, it happens to the best of us. <laughs> hey, went to the loft last night. It was hilarious. Oh, oh yeah, did you go? Good. How was she? Absolutely, it was packed. It was sold out. And she was funny. Uh, she was funny. She's very intellectual, so the really smart jokes didn't land that well. And all the blue collar <laughs> shit. All oh, right, boy, there you go. Oh, man. Yeah. Come on. You had to do it, didn't you? Ugh. All right, thanks for the call. Yeah. All right. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? It's your favorite caller, Mike Jones. Yeah. Well, let's talk to him. All right, Mike, Mike Jones, what's Mike, going on? Yeah. Tell us more about you. Uh, see, he doesn't, he doesn't, doesn't want to participate. Yeah. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, it's Joe from Brimfield. Hey, what's, what's up, up Joe? Joe? All right, let me refresh your memory, guys. All right, remember when I called in on October 27th? about the Detroit and Bruins game? I guess so, sure. <laughs> yeah, well, I, fu- I went to the game, and the Bruins finally won. I went to a game where the Bruins finally won. Oh, oh, congratulations. What a great night that must have been. Oh, yeah, it definitely was a great night. Hey, Steve Carroll was there, Michael Scott. Steve Carell was there, really? Yeah, yeah Steve Carell was there, yeah. He wow. was on the Jumbotron. I was like, oh, my God, it's Michael Scott. Damn it, yeah, I wouldn't want that happening. I wouldn't... Uh, to be on the Jumbotron? Yeah, you're, nah. you're just there to enjoy the game. Why, why can't you just enjoy the game? Why do you got to be put up on the Jumbotron? Yeah, you got, hey, we just got to show the fan support there. I ain't telling you. Yeah, but, you, but, you know, he, he could probably have done that without the Jumbotron camera, you know, focused in on him. Yeah, well, unless you're going to be on Nesson as well. Yeah, all right. Well, there you go. All right, well, well listen, have a great weekend. Yeah, no problem. Go Bruins. Uh, yeah, go, Bruins. go Bruins. Go Bees. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, Big Al from Agawam. What's up, Big Al? Hey, I just, I just want to say hi to somebody on the radio. Can I do that? Oh, what is this? Shout-out hour? Go ahead. What do you got? Shout-out. Hey, Mom, I'm on Rock 102. I'm like James Coombs. 
Do you have a buddy, too? <laughs> have a good day. You right. Thank you. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, it's Rob from Springfield. How's it going? What's up, man? Hey, I uh, just wanted to uh, say last night's uh, show, or not show, but uh, at the White Lion was great. Oh, yeah. Could yeah. you have fun? Oh, yeah. Blast. Good. Blast. <laughs> did, you, did you donate all your money? Yeah, yeah. I gave uh, $5 to Bax and 2 to Nagel. Oh, well, that's very generous. A whole Thank seven bucks. Down. That's all right. No, no, we appreciate every little contribution that we get for this uh, this thing, and every little bit counts. So thank you for showing up. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, and I uh, look forward to the game tonight. All right, buddy. All right, we'll thank see you, there. you Okay. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Good morning, Bax. This is Bill from Springfield. How are you? Good, Bill. What's up? Uh, good. Hey, I just want to let you guys know, I'm glad that you guys are doing the marathon marathon uh, for the last 30 years. You guys do a great job. And uh, a lot of people here in Western Massachusetts appreciate you and Steve Nagel for what you guys do for that 52 hours of broadcasting. No, if I... it wasn't for you guys, uh, I, I think people would be, uh, wouldn't have the sources to get what they need. Well, so, we, we appreciate very, that. Thank you. Well, I'm very proud of you guys and, uh, keep up the good work and, uh, Go Green Bay Packers. There you, now we're talking. Day. Now you're talking. You're my boy, Blue. <laughs> uh, Steve, I don't know about you, but I don't know about you if you're a Patriots fan, but if you are, I feel so sorry for you. You have a, guys have a great day now. All right. All right. Thanks so much. Take care now. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning, guys. It's Vince the Plumber. Hey, oh, Vince, Vince, what's up? What's up? Hey, guys, guys, guys. Okay, so we're changing it up today, all right? We're oh, changing oh, it up. Oh, no shout-outs. No shout-outs uh, today, guys. Oh, really? Oh, are you? No, no shout-outs, but we, we are changing it up to I have some plumber jokes for you guys, okay? Okay, well, now you're up in the game there, Vince. Let's go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. All right. So what is the most unfavored uh Oh man, dude! What was it? Oh, what was the what? What is the plumber's most unliked vegetable? Uh, I don't know. What is the plumber's most unliked vegetable? Leeks. Leeks. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. What else? All right, all right. Here we go. Here okay. we go. Okay. All right. Why Vince. should you not play poker with a plumber? Uh, why should you not play poker with a plumber? Because a flush. Always beats a full house. Oh, oh yeah. Hey, That's right. the truth. Right. Toilet this joke. Is, this is. Got any more in the, the pipeline? And my, huh? buddy, my buddy at work wanted me to say this one. Yeah. So, what do you get when you put my work coordinator and 50 lesbians into a room? Are you? Is this even a joke yeah. that can be told on the radio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. It's good. It's good. I'm, I, made it, I made sure it's clean. Okay. What's the answer? You get 51 people that don't do dicky. Ah, ah, ah. <sighs> all right. All right, so I got I got I got a plumber jug for you, okay, Vince? Okay, all right. Not that not that not that wrench one again, are no, you? No, are no, no. Do I got I, I don't usually gear my material towards the audience, but I'm I'm going to try it tonight, okay? 
Uh, this lawn supervisor was out on a sprinkler maintenance job, and he started working on a Finley sprinkler head with a Langstrom 7-inch gangly wrench. Just then, this little apprentice leaned over and said, You can't work on a Finley sprinkler head with a Langstrom 7-inch gangly wrench? Well, this infuriated the supervisor, so he went and got volume 14 of the Kinsley Manual, and he reads it to him and says, The Langstrom 7-inch gangly wrench can be used with the Finley sprocket. Just then, the little apprentice leaned over and says, It says sprocket, not socket! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Why don't you leave the right, plumber man. jokes to the uh, professionals? Yeah, yeah there, you go. Uh, yeah, yeah, there yeah. you go. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, it's George from Magawan. Hey, George, Hi, George, what's up? I was wondering if you could let your listening audience in on the inside joke of, uh, hey, uh, my buddy looks pregnant, chicks, you know, because you guys keep referencing it. Oh, we just have a buddy. We, have, we, got a, we got a buddy. And I think the rest of the listening audience would uh, really like to know what's so funny about it. Well, uh, I don't find it funny. Well, you don't, don't find it funny, joke. but we're not here to amuse you. We're here to amuse <laughs> each ourselves. other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why it's the Bax and Nagel show. It's not the Bax Nagel and everybody else show. And if you considered yourself a listener, you would know <laughs> what we're talking about. Well, I, I do I do listen and yeah. you know I know who Kermit was. And, it's not Kermit. You know, no. No, no. no, no. Well, you know what? We're just gonna let this be your mystery. Yeah, for the right. rest of your life yeah. until you figure it out. <laughs> oh, so I hope don't, hope you don't mind. I keep calling in and complaining. No, that's that. fine. You can complain all you want. What do you expect when you're expecting? <laughs> Hey, thank you. Bye. You're welcome. Bye. <laughs> He's very upset. Disappointing. He's very one disappointed. listener at a time. Yeah. Rock 102. Good morning, who's this? Hi, Beck and Nagel. This is Blake from New Hampton. Yeah, what can we do for you? Um, I just wanted to, like, listen to you every, every morning. I, like, I, I, you guys are awesome. All right. Well, All thanks right. for listening. Thank you. Appreciate the call. Thank you. Have a great yep. weekend. And I'll see you Monday for Mayfell Mail Zine. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for uh, right. joining us out and donating. Thank you. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Scott. What's up, Scott? Well, I just wondered, have you heard about the lady that had twins? No, I haven't heard about the lady who had twins. Yeah, she named them Juan and Amal. But she only would show a picture of Juan because once you've seen Juan, you've seen them all. Ah, I see. Very, very clever. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, bunch of turkeys. How are you today? <laughs> good. good. What's up? Hey, listen. Uh, I got a couple of. I just got in from uh, overseas. When is that June flower thing going on? When is that starting? What? The Mayflower begins on Monday. Mayflower Marathon. Oh, I, I, I'm confused. I thought it was June. I'm sorry. June flower. I no. mean Mayflower. I'm sorry. Nope. It's the Mayflower. I hope to have you there's, out there. There's always somebody trying to be funny. Uh, it's okay. Thank you very much. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Uh, yeah. Take one more. Somebody just wrote in and go, guess someone doesn't like pregnant chicks. <laughs> <laughs> Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Uh, this is Tom. Hey, Tom. What's up? Hey, a uh, question for Mr. Nagel. Yeah. Um, it's a spot that uh, I miss. I used to go to a lot. Uh, what's going on with uh, Rapids down there in his neighborhood? 
Uh, just wondering if he's got any update on what's going on with that. You know, you know what? Uh, Derek, who had owned the Rapids, uh, had closed up shop like over a year ago. So I don't know. I don't know what's happened with that. But I think there's some activity going on down there. But I'm not really sure what hmm. they're going to be putting in there. Yeah, that's a nice spot. Love it. Uh, it a- looks like they did a paint job on the outside, but. So no word on when it might open again? No. It's actually got a really cool bar down in the basement there. The whole thing yeah, it's is a cool place. carved out of stone by the uh, Army Corps of uh, Engineers when they were building the dams down there. It's pretty neat. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, uh, that's a special place. I miss it. All right. Yes. Listen, thanks, uh, thanks for the call. Right. Have a good weekend. Okay, thanks. All right. There you go. Well, there, there you have it. go. That was, yeah, was uh, tepid at best. My body enjoyed it. It's 825 at Rock 102. 28 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Hey, the uh, this morning at 9, it's uh, it's Shop Friday. You go to rock102.com. You can save 30% at uh, Downtown Sounds Workers Co-op for instruments and lessons. It uh, starts at 9 o'clock today on the Shop 30 store at rock102.com. Do not miss it. That's a heck of a deal. A heck of a deal. A heck, a heck of, of a deal. deal. How about that? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, you're playing the Powerball at all lately? No, I haven't. I haven't played it since it went over the billion. Throughout the past eight years of Powerball drawings, what do you think the number that's least likely to come up of all the numbers? One. Thirteen. Oh, I was so close. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Yeah. Thirteen is the least picked number. Because people think it's unlucky. The number that comes up the most? Sixty-nine. Close sixty one. Oh man, I was like right on it. Yeah, you're yeah. Uh, you're 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 eight off. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've I'm had a lifetime about. of hearing that one. I've been here. Yeah, yeah, been, absolutely. Was, yeah, you're that's... eight off your entire lifetime. How <laughs> yes. about that? Ever since you were a young lad. That's so true. Yeah. I've ate off the floor. I've ate off plates. I've ate off a lot of things. Yeah, well, you're eight off of this one. <laughs> We got news next to Rock 102. Here three with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. For God's sakes, take the turkey out of the freezer, will you? Already? But it's only Friday. But if it's over 20 pounds, it's got to come out today. Otherwise, it's not going to be defrosted in time for Thanksgiving. They said it right there on 22 News. Now, uh, you take it out of the freezer and put it in the fridge, right? You don't just, like, leave it on the counter or, like, near, like, a heat source? No, yeah. Or like, well, like, like, on the radiator? Well, that's exactly where I was going to suggest. If you have a baseboard heat in your home, the mm-hmm. best place to defrost a turkey is right on the pipe. Don't know if that's true. You don't think so? I don't think so. I thought it was like uh, steaming it uh, defrost. Huh? And I, I, Steam I, defrost. Yeah, I would hate to yeah motivate someone to get say like uh, Ebola before the holidays, but yes. I don't. But I don't believe you want any of that. You can, and then you can uh, you can at the at the Thanksgiving dinner uh, table you can say I'm serving Ebola. I gotta tell you, uh, I know not everybody is all that jazzed yeah. up about the meal. Yeah, I love a good Thanksgiving dinner. I I, I love turkey. I I love it unless you overcook it and it's dry and gross. But if it's done well, man, ain't nothing better. You know the the problem is I I can't eat as much anymore. Yeah, like I'm not gonna eat a whole lot of food, but but. We as Americans tend to make 
food for an army yeah. when there's only like six people involved. All right, but if you've got like a 16-pound bird, yeah. okay, which is not a big bird. It's a, it's a good, I mean, it's good size, but it's, you know, it's not enormous. That is, uh, you can make a great meal with a 16-pound bird just like a 24-pound bird, which mm-hmm. is like, you know, like a, like a freak of nature. It's like a, like a steroid-fueled, uh, you know, Australian swimmer. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you don't need that. Leftover food for days, bro. Dude, I love the I love those damn leftovers. I told you I like the uh, the frying up the mashed potato pancakes oh, and yeah. the uh, the stuffing and mm-hmm. the turkey uh, sandwiches. And, oh, uh, ooh. with the cranberry sauce. Yeah, on. yeah. I, I uh, my uh, my the thing I do the best. Yeah, gravy. I like a good gravy. I I bust out a hell of a gravy. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, the gravy because uh, the vulgar chef finally made something. That he didn't ruin during his recipes. Because, you know, he always does something like, okay, I can see that. And then he pours, like, mayonnaise and ketchup over the top of it and ruins it. He'll stuff a turkey with bubble gum. Right, 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 right. You're always ruining it. This one is, uh, they're they're shots. They're gravy shots. Oh, dude, that would be unbelievable. And I can't, now I can't remember how he molded the shots. I think, I don't know what it was that he used. They were like frozen gravy shots? No, no, they were, um, it was cups that he made out of something. Bacon. No, I'm going to have to go back and look at it. Really? Uh, But it was like a, a breaded cup that you deep fry. Okay. You pull that out, and then you load it with gravy, and then you just, Eat them. Oh my God. Those sound really good. I don't mean, I mean, to make this sound as disgusting as it's going to come out, but honestly, yeah. gravy is maybe one of my top three beverages. Your top three beverages? Yeah, I got to tell you, I'm a big gravy fan. Wonder what that's all about. Uh, you want to try it? Uh, I don't want to answer that blindly on the air. Okay, all right. Well, I don't know what the hell's going on. All right, yeah, so gravy is delicious. I don't know if you've ever had it as a as a beverage. Uh, it makes a good cocktail, makes a good uh, winter drink. What's that? A telemarketer calling on the hotline a telemarketer on the hotline yeah don't they realize we're doing a live radio broadcast you know what pat kelly goes to all those little uh fairs and funds and he fills out all the information and he puts this number down and then we all of a sudden we get calls is there a pat smelly there yeah yeah trade show trudy over here yeah yeah, Yeah, trade show trudy i like that one yeah that's uh that's what he's doing he's giving out our information and you can always tell it's a telemarketer because it it does that uh, when you pick it up and you say hello, and it does that drop like a whoop. You mm-hmm. ever hear that? Oh, yeah. Whoop. Yep. What is that? What is that? Is that like recording is beginning? What Probably, is yeah. It's, it's recording your voice so that it can be used at a later time to defraud you and steal your identity. Oh, well, Not to yeah, sound paranoid, yeah. but that's the way the world works. That is the way the world works. Hey, uh, here's something uh, pretty neat that Walmart is doing. They're now offering sensory-friendly hours every morning. The hours are from 8 to 10 a.m. each day. Sensory-friendly are meant to support shoppers with sensory disabilities like autism. Western Mass News spoke to uh, Jeremy Landry, the store manager of the Walmart in Springfield, to learn about the new initiative. And he says, uh, we turn off all the TVs to a solid screen so there's no flashing lights. We turn off all the music in the store. In most stores, we dim the lights. And we don't have any loud paging noises in the store. Oh, so you turn yourself into an Ocean State job lot for a couple <laughs> hours. Is what you're saying. Because no one ever gets stimulated at Ocean State job lot. Nobody does. Nobody does. 
I think this is great that, that they're doing this yeah, for, no, for it's people great. Who, with, with sensory issues. But uh, Landry added that if you can't make it to the store during the sensory-friendly hours, they're also offering many pickup and delivery options so guests don't have to come into the store. Well, that's good. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, have you ever... <laughs> Ocean State job. Well, Ocean State job lot is just as desolate as the actual state of Rhode Island. Will you stop? Without the Dell's lemonade and whatever that other crap that you I, were... I'm, uh, I'm not going to sit here and have you uh, yeah. badmouth the great Ocean State. Uh... Uh, yeah, well, like Newport, Rhode Island. There's no Newport. There's no feel of Newport at the Ocean State job lot. <laughs> Every time I'm in Newport, I'm alive with pleasure. Oh, are you? Yes, I am. Yeah, because yeah, that's the yeah, that's the only type of pleasure you're going to get inside of an Ocean State job lot is sucking down a Newport. <laughs> Newport. I think uh, we have some guests coming oh, in. They're interrupting all the fun. I know, aren't they? Uh, it is going to be sunny today with a high of 62. Tomorrow, yeah, yeah you know, you, you surprise the family. Hey, kids, we're going to the ocean this summer. Oh, cool. And you drive 10 minutes away, you're like, job state, lot. State job <laughs> lot. Sorry. Go get your polar sodas. They're on sale. We wore our swimsuits <laughs> yeah. here, Mom. You know you can get uh, you can get all the uh, all the seasonings uh, that you could get at the grocery store for like half the price in there. But you got to use them quick because those expiration uh, yeah. dates come soon. Yeah. When, when is turmeric <laughs> ever expired? It is at Ocean State Job Lot. Come on in. You've got two days left. Yeah. Before it sours. Roll out the orange-hued carpet <laughs> for you to come on in. <laughs> To the Ocean State job lot. 35 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Hi, everyone. It's Andy Smith from Smith & Son Jewelers. By now, you... Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 849 and Led Zeppelin with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. You know, I know uh, we always anticipate the start of the Mayflower Marathon. But the other annual event that goes on is that big, giant uh, arts and craft fair going on at St. Mark's Episcopal Church. Uh, in, uh, is it Longmeadow or East Longmeadow? East Longmeadow. East Longmeadow. I, I can never get that. In the studio with us uh, to talk about that is uh, Dan Tapper and Rob Fitzpatrick. Good morning, boys. How are you? Good, Good morning, fellas. You sure it's not uh, Dan Fitzpatrick and Rob Tapper? Because I screwed up your names the last time yeah. you, you guys were here. We still got the job done. Yeah, you still <laughs> oh, got good, the job good. done. So tell us uh, about the uh, the art. The, this is huge. This is like an annual thing that you do every year. How many years have you been doing this now? I think since 2011. We've done it every year except for COVID when we had to not hold it, but that's 12 or 13 years we've had it. And it's just a, it's an amazing event. 50 different local artisans and crafters who come into our church mm -hmm. to sell their wares. We have a homemade food from our great kitchen staff. We have a cookie walk. Uh, you guys have, we brought you some cookies this morning to oh, yeah. try we'll them out. out we'll right. talk about that in a second. But, yeah. <laughs> we've got several raffles going on. It's just a fantastic day. Last year, 800 people came through our doors, and I know because I counted every one of them, and it was just a, it's just a fantastic <laughs> event. The, you're the Costco yeah, clicker that's right, guy. That's right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So uh, tell us about the cookie, the cookie, what is it? It's a, it's cookie, a cookie walk. Cookie walk. You're going to walk into the room. There's going to be probably 15, 20 different varieties of cookies on display. You pick out what you want. We'll put them in a box for you. All different kinds of cookies. These are red velvet with white chocolate chip. These are the ones that I wanted last year, and then you ran out of them before I could get my paws on them, and, and you were so nice to bring me a fresh batch this morning. I try to remember these things. Yeah, I try. I, don't, I, I forget that. things like my phone number, but I remember things like that. Yeah, so. I, I'm, a, I'm the same way. I mean, I'll, uh, I'll have like guests in the studio completely remember their names and not screw it up uh, like I did last time you were here. 
No. But uh, no, those cookies are delicious. Well, nice, thank you very much. Done. And those will be on display along with, like I said, 15, 20 other varieties. People can walk through, pick out what they want. We usually have a couple thousand cookies for sale. Uh, we have great homemade food by our, by our staff, loaded baked potatoes, sandwiches, everything homemade, soups. Uh, we've got several raffles, as, like I said, and, and all these crafters who who sell things from, ranging from you know homemade woodworking projects and art. We've got a parishioner, Michelle Stallworth, who writes children's books. We have people mm. who do bottle art and Christmas ornaments. It's in clothing, health and beauty products. It's 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 pretty cool. And is this to help uh, St. Mark specifically, or is this earmarked for for different things? It's it's for us. Yeah, it's uh, it definitely helps us and what we do. With what the, just you two specifically? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> it goes to help St. Mark's, and what we do with that money is we help out the the community. We have um, uh, Church Without Walls that we do in downtown Springfield. We got the Big Blue uh, Ministry. Um, they work in downtown Springfield on Thursdays, so we we help fund stuff like that that helps the, the awesome. community out. Open Pantry too. We've been we've been involved with them for uh, our our church for. 40, 50 years, I think. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the money that we bring in from this craft fair will go to support our, as Rob said, our, our outreach to the community because we really feel ourselves being a strong part of that community. And, and you and you are. I know the presence of uh, St. Mark's uh, pops up uh, many times throughout the year of the various projects that you're involved with the community. So that's that's a great thing. Yeah, we're a little we're a small church, but we're we think of ourselves as as, as very much active in the Greater Springfield community. We're you know right down there at One Porter Road. And, you know, we're getting started on Saturday at 9 o'clock in the morning so uh, until 3. It's free to get in. So uh, and come on in and, and check it out. It's 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 just an awesome place to be. Having, on- having lived in that area, I, I've seen some of the crowds that you guys bring into that into that church. You probably like, parked in your driveway. <laughs> See, you know what? Yeah, you, you probably could have. I would have charged you, of course, but, but you, you probably could have. I mean, that, it's just a very, very active community. It's a very... It's very cool to see how many events you do and how well they're attended every time you do them. And I was just going to say that uh, we have on-site parking. Um, We make all the vendors park uh, on the streets around us. So uh, just drive right in, park in our parking lot, and you can walk right in the door. Awesome. Awesome. So it starts uh, tomorrow at what time? Tomorrow, 9 o'clock in the morning. Uh, it goes till 3 p.m. Again, uh, no charge to get in. Just just come on in. Uh, and then when, when they get there, you have, again, you have all these crafters to, to choose from, 50 different ones. All th- I mean, inside our church is transformed into, into this, like, market, this bazaar. And then, and then we have the cookie walk, and then we have the raffles, and we have the food you can buy. And it's just uh, you can sp- you, people can spend several hours there and just have a blast. Awesome. That's going to be a great and, uh, time. I just got one more thing I want to say uh, before we go. I just want to say that I love what you guys do for the open pantry. 30 years of helping out the community. Thank you so much, guys. And I wish you the best of luck next week. I'll have a cart full of food from my condo building. I live downtown Springfield, the classical high condominiums, and I've been collecting. So uh, I'll see you, at mo- uh, see you in the morning. Awesome. And I'll bring it on down. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate, appreciate it. it. Rob Patrick, Dan Tapper from uh, St. Mark's Episcopal Church. Good to, guys. Good to see you. Best of luck tomorrow. Thank, Thank you, you very both. much. You bet. It's uh, 8.54. With Bax and Nagel and Rock 102.